Welcome, everybody, to the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast number 107. Looking forward to this one. Should be a blast. Uh, thank you, FXR Racing, designed by racers for racers. Uh, filthy Phil Nicoletti wearing FXR Racing to a Canadian championship last year, uh, among other guys wearing FXR Racing uh, out there. Brock Tickle will be wearing FXR Racing when he gets back to the track in 2020 Supercross. So, yeah, please check it out. PulpMX30 is the code to save with the folks at FXR. Just go there punch in that code and save on fxrracing.com thanks to uh, those guys for making it happen great stuff great company great bunch of guys and uh, we appreciate them sponsoring this show race tech suspension of course used by this man chris blose used by michael essie malcolm stewart won montreal supercross on race tech stuff like a year and a half ago or two years ago uh, racetech.com get your motor work done get your suspension work done Pulp 19 is the code to save with the folks at Racetech. I really appreciate them coming on, and uh, they've been a longtime sponsor of this show and, and the Pulp stuff and everything else. So Racetech, we really appreciate that. Uh, thank you, Namira Technologies, Skosh, and Maxis as well for coming on board. Uh, Maxis Tires, Alex Ray, AJ Canzaro using Maxis in 2020 Supercross. Uh, please check it out. MXSTs are out. Developed by the King, Jeremy McGrath, and uh, we really appreciate them coming on, as well as Namira and Skosh. With me on the phone to uh, talk about his Australian championship, his 2020 Supercross plans, uh, 2019, uh, his his tendency to be a zombie. It's Chris Blose. What's up, Blose? How are you, man? I'm doing good. Just, uh, just hanging out with the kid right now, and and yeah, that's awesome. about it. Well, thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, really, really appreciate it. Um, obviously, you've had a nice, successful off season. The Australian Supercross title you captured, and uh, you had a nice 2019 as well. Um, almost like you went to Arena Cross for a couple of years, and the Arena Cross series is good, blows for sure. Uh, you won there, um, but it's almost like it didn't get. It, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. But I feel like you coming back, people are like, "Oh yeah, Chris blows. Like he's good. Like we forgot about Chris blows." Did you feel like that, or did you feel like the Arena Cross stuff? got you the the press you needed i mean you're a guy that's you know scored top fives and super crosses and, and you know lots of good stuff so what do you think yeah i mean it's uh it's kind of hard to say you know but obviously i went to arena cross for four years and 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 then obviously came back to supercross and i think it kind of started out a little slow at the beginning of the year mm -hmm. to be expected you know coming off injury but um towards the end there it was it was really good and I felt like I was riding like, you know, I normally know how to ride. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't know, maybe arena cross was good for me. Cause I mean, arena cross, it's hard. Like it's just, it's right. own little, yeah, it's yeah. its own little animal, you know? And like so many people try to go race arena cross and like they either don't do well or, you know, it's just, it's just chaos. Right. And, um, it taught me a lot, so I think coming back to Supercross, I took what I learned there and, and applied it to to Supercross, and it you know obviously turned out really good. Um, yeah, you think it made you a better rider, huh? That's interesting because you're, a, you know, when you went there, you were a veteran. Obviously, you've, you've raced a ton and had a lot of success. So, why do you think it made you better? Well, I think with Arena Cross, it's it's so intense, like. The races are only, I mean, granted, there are two 15-lap main events. So you had to get good starts. You had to ride pretty much 100% the entire time. Right. So I, I took that with getting good starts and, and making 
you know, passes and stuff like that. I mean, when I first went to Supercross, like, yeah, I, I felt like I was good mm-hmm. and had some had some great finishes, obviously. But um, I feel like going there, it obviously taught me a lot as well. Um, so yeah, Very interesting. Um, yeah, I guess also too the the obstacles are all easy for you guys. There's nothing to separate you where. You know, maybe before you would have some some obstacles that you could jump that other guys couldn't, or whatever. You know what I mean? So, but yeah. arena cross, everyone's doing everything. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, everyone's pretty much doing the same obstacle. Like, yeah, every once in a great while, like around, you would get a hard rhythm section. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, like the whoops were they they were big. You know, arena yeah. cross is known for big whoops. So, yeah. and that, I feel like that's my strong point. So. Um, that was really the only separator besides that and like getting good starts mm-hmm. and not having to deal with everyone. Yeah. Um, I feel like last year you wrote for the AJE Husqvarna team and, uh, I just feel like last year people were like, Oh shit, Chris Blows is good. And maybe we forgot about that, <laughs> you know, but yeah. maybe, maybe that's just me. Cause I'm not paying attention to arena cross as much. I just look at the results, you know, I watch it whenever it shows up on TV, but yeah, maybe, maybe that's it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe oh. it was, uh, because I remember last year, like in, like in the pits, like obviously Pulpamex Fantasy, right, um, yeah. is big. Um, so I just feel like in the pits and people are like, oh, dude, Blos is good. You know, <laughs> and we're all like, oh, yeah, but maybe that's just me, my bubble I'm living in in fantasy world or something. Yeah, it might be your little bubble you're living in. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Um, well, I'm surprised. I mean, you, you agreed to do the show. We, we were beefing there for a while years ago. So. We were. You know, I think the show's probably going to be like your – it's me just going on a limb here. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like your highest viewer yeah. show ever. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But, I, I never I never had a problem with you per se. I just – I made a joke that didn't go over well and then – you know. No, it didn't. <laughs> no, it didn't. Uh, but hey, listen, whatever. I, I, we're I, all good now. Listen, Hayes and I were beefing because he 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 was upset at things that Travis Preston was saying on the show, and yeah. uh, and uh, so they made up. And and I, I I went up to interview Hayes last year after Anaheim, and he said I was surprised you came. I'm like, why? You rode well. Like you deserve to yeah. be interviewed. And just like you blows last year, like I I found you in the pits and like you were killing it. You deserve to be interviewed. Never mind what whatever petty shit is going on with, with me or you or like you know what i mean like right I, I i a good performance on the track is is all that you know you deserve all the press you, you that you can get in my opinion right. anyway so yeah yeah um i agree with that uh wh- what about the zombie chris blows I, why can't <sighs> why can't uh hey, you know that's traveled all the way across the world right i know why can't sent me uh he had his show notes for australia right he was down there announcing and he sent me a photo they had zombie chris blows in his show notes that you that you, you become yeah. zombie Chris Blows. <laughs> no joke. Probably at every single round, the at the five rounds of the Australian Supercross, I had multiple people come up to me and go, "Zombie Chris Blows," <laughs> and then like I'd have to take pictures with them and, or something like that. You know, right, but, right. Well, you know what that was about, just, right? Do you know what that was about? I don't even know if yeah, you, my my crash that I had at uh, okay Denver yeah at? Denver yeah Denver right okay <laughs> I didn't know if you knew the backstory why we called you that but yeah yeah I mean dude you were out it it was done <laughs> you were laying there <laughs> and next yeah. thing you know two laps later or whatever I look up and you are passing guys unlapping I'm like what what just happened <laughs> <laughs> right yeah that was a bad crash oh it was Man, I thought i was for sure dead and i laid there for a sec just to make sure 
make sure like nothing was broke and I was okay and yeah. I was coherent and all that. Right. I was like, well, I'm sweet. Like I'm good to go. So, um, <laughs> I just went back out there. <laughs> it was great. Uh, I was waiting for the, the Alpine star medical unit to scrape you off and take you off uh, the track. And yeah. next thing I know you're riding. I mean, you're a tough guy anyways. Like it's going to take a lot to, for you to pull off, you know, or not finish a right. race, but that was pretty funny. <laughs> so that, it was impressive. Yeah. And that, that started the zombie Chris blows and it went out, ran around the world. Like you said. Yeah, and it's it's stuck so far. So uh, you need to get zombie on get zombie on the back of your pants. That'd be good. Yeah. Um. So I can make it happen. Um. So last year you returned to Supercross. AJ Husky guys, uh, Race Tech's helping you out, of course. Uh, also, I think you wore FXR last year as well, didn't you? Yeah. Um, yeah, I wore FXR. Yeah. So so um, did you like your return to racing? Did you feel happy with what you accomplished? Did you feel like it was a successful return to racing? Yeah, I think so. It was, like I said, I was, you know, my last year of Supercross bef- was 2014 before I came back. Mm-hmm. And then I did four years of Arena Cross and then um, and then hopped on with AJE Motorsports for 2019. And I felt like it was all in all, besides Vegas and, and breaking my, my wrist in the main event, it, I felt like it was a really good year, especially mm-hmm. coming back. Um I felt like it kind of started off a little slow and like not exactly where I wanted to be. Like the first Anaheim one, I was, I think ninth mm-hmm. and, uh, but no, like from there, like we just kept building and building and building and, and yeah, it turned out great. You know, I had some really good rides like in Seattle and, and from really that point on, I felt like I was a top five guy mm-hmm. and was, you know, usually not always top top three in practice times but yeah. uh, was definitely had was up there um a couple of the races or yeah a couple of the rounds um so yeah all in all i thought it was a, a good comeback a good year to yeah. get under under my shoes again and and uh you know come into 2020 with that confidence that i had leaving supercross is what i'm going to go into it with Right. Well, you just came off the Aussie title. You were down to Osby going on the last round, and uh, but you made it happen. He had some bike problems. He had some crashes, and uh, you took home the title. That was cool. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely cool. You know, I didn't obviously go there to get second place. So, um, and, and the first, the first two rounds were kind of crazy for me. Were they? Yeah. Um, but uh, you know what? We salvaged some some good points those those rounds and. Uh, Jacob was in there as well, Hayes, mm-hmm. and he ended up getting hurt, which was unfortunate. And then, because I felt like, I feel like always like Jacob and I are always battling, no matter where <laughs> right, we're at. Right. And uh, he went down and got hurt. So um, it was, you know, Osby, Tanti, and myself, and Oldenburg, we were mm-hmm. all battling and uh, was able to come out on yep. top. You know, that last one, it was. Especially with the triple crown format, man, yeah, yeah. It, the, the three minutes in between each main event, <laughs> yeah, it is on. It's insane. Yeah, Brayden was telling me about it in Geneva, and he's like, "Yeah, dude, it was it was pretty gnarly to get back and kind of grab a water and go back to line." Yeah, it's it's even hard to just like grab a water. It's like sometimes like your gloves get super wet from obviously just sweating. Yeah, and like so you're trying to change gloves, you're trying to change goggles, and right cool the bike down and stuff like that it, it gets crazy next thing you know the gate's dropping again yeah, so. yeah how many points were you down going in 
I was four points going okay. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah four, four. So down. it wasn't like a a winner takes all type deal, like mm-hmm. right, like JB was in. It right. was like okay, if I won, he had to get third, or right, right. you know, whatever. Yeah, finish yeah. a couple right. spots behind me. Um. So for twenty twenty. Uh, well, by, oh, by the way, and you jumped into 450 class too. Uh, at times last year it was kind of your own little effort, but that was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was uh, it was kind of like a I don't know last minute deal, but yeah. I was like, yeah, let's go keep racing, you know. And we ended up getting it organized and put together. And um, I would literally just ride the 450 on the weekends and <laughs> ride my little bike during the week. And, yeah. So yeah, it was good. Um, and we're gonna do the same this year. So are you? Yeah, gonna do some West Coast 450 stuff, right? You're, you're slated for East yeah. right now. Yeah, we're doing uh, West Coast 450 stuff, uh-huh. and then 250 on the East Coast. So actually, super excited about it. Um, so I can't help but notice uh, you're on the Chaparral Honda team with Jerry and Starling this year. Uh, Starling was on AJE. You were on AJE. You so and you had a good year. It would be natural for me to think that AJ would want to bring you back or you'd want to go back. Why the switch? Um, why the switch? It, I mean, uh, it was just business, um, and that was really it. Uh, so more money. Michael, more money. <laughs> yeah, Michael approached me, and um, mm-hmm. Michael Lindsay. I really, yeah. yeah, Michael Lindsay, ML five one two. Yeah, he approached me and. I liked the program that he was putting together mm-hmm. and you know, I was obviously going to go race Australia on Hondas and yeah. it would have been a lot easier transition, you know, coming back mm-hmm. to just stay on the Honda. So, um, that, and he's running race tech, everything motors yep. and suspension. And, um, I, and, and that's, if I were to choose any company, I would, go with them not trying to give them a plug right yeah, now but. no it's worked well for you over the years absolutely yeah. <laughs> yeah you know they know what they're doing they've worked with a lot of racers over the years and right and their motor work is maybe the people don't know they're about their motor work but yeah pretty good they know they know, they know what they're doing over there so yeah they definitely do um i'd heard maybe clayson told me this i don't know who told me this and maybe it was someone at fly but um you really want to ride a honda is that true is that is you feel like a honda is good for you yeah i mean besides like being on teams if i have to go and you know do my own my own program it's it's hondas yep and i've always rode them very well and um it just kind of just seems natural for me to hop on one and right. go racing or or go ride or you know whatever the case may be so, yeah 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 it was uh it was a plus that obviously Lindsay was going with hondas and right. Um, it just made it that much more appealing. That's for sure. By the way, I've told Michael Lindsay he's crazy a dozen times. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you're. Yeah, he's that. definitely <laughs> he's crazy. I don't know what he's thinking, but um, give us how good is Jerry looking right now? How, wh- where are we at with Jerry? Where am I at with Jerry? Yeah, Jerry's how's, good. Jerry is good, dude. Yeah, <laughs> he's riding good. I think he's also getting used to the 450 a little bit more right, too. Right, right. So. Well, don't knock um, them. Da- don't knock them down. Okay, let them let them get some confidence. I'm not knocking them. No, I said knock them down. on like on the track, like on the track. Oh. Like like if he gets like you know just let him get some confidence. Like I know because you know how you know how it's played in the big boy class, right? You've, you've been in there. Yeah. Big, so yeah, just let Jerry just let Jerry be Jerry. 
just let them yeah let them ride that train right right exactly so all right um FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life, number 106 with uh, Chris Blos. I want to thank these guys at Skosh as well. Pulp25, code to save at Skosh. Skosh.com, they're a proud sponsor of the Rockstar Husky team, and they're a family-owned and operated company since 1980. So thanks to the guys at Skosh. Uh, if you want to uh, get yourself a deal, Pulp25 at checkout. Like I said, Skosh.com. Thanks, Maxis and the Mirror as well. Um, so how do you feel uh, coming into Anaheim? I mean, we're not that far out uh, uh, compared to last year. How do you, how do you feel? Yeah, I feel actually good. Um, I just hopped on the 450 just this week. I've only rode it twice, but um, getting more and more comfortable on it. I think just starting out, I feel like I'm in a good spot. So it definitely helps, you know, race in Australia for the past two months. Uh-huh. So, um, so yeah, yeah. coming in, it, it's it's not as like you're not going through this whole like, you know, two month preparation yeah. thing. Like I'm already in it. So yeah, um, uh, it definitely makes it easier. Okay. Here's the question that I ask every single rider that I do, Uh-oh. that I do with one of these shows with. No, it's, it's, it's fine. Well, I don't not ask every single rider, but I ask a lot of them. So, all right. The idea in life is to make money. Uh, right. I, I like money. You like money. We all make money. The money you can make in 450 with contingency and purse is so much greater than a 450 yeah. uh and you can make and you're a guy that can make a 450 main event in, in your sleep so did you think about a 450 ride did you want to do one i mean you could you know you could do something like a teddy parks program if you had nothing else or anything else like just the money is so much better in 450 so um did that come up at all for you um don't not really no, no? Okay. as far as just doing like the opposite coast you know yeah, as yeah. far as um if I was riding a little bike and also I really want a podium in the lights class. Yep. Um, which I think you could do. I think you're on, I think you're in the mix for it. Yeah, I definitely think I can do it. Uh, so that's my goal this year. So, um, I really wanted to do the lights, the lights class again. Okay. So never mind money. Yeah. Never mind money. That's what you wanted to do. Yeah. Just more of like a personal goal. Right. Obviously. And I've, Ridden the four, I'll ride the 450 class for half half the season, anyways. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, and, and granted, like yeah, the 450 class it pays so much better. Dude, it's good. Yeah, and so it makes sense to ride the 450 class. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, it's just more of uh, achieving my own personal goals. Right. Yeah. No, I get that for sure. I, uh, you know, I've told this many times to guys. I'm just like, look, if you're not going to get a pro circuit ride, if Peyton ain't calling you or, or Geico is not calling you. Get to the 450 class and make some real money, you know? Right. Because as much as people want to bag on the purse, and it can be better, and I'm the first guy to yell about Feld and AMA and everything else, um, you know, it's $2,000 a weekend if you make the main event. So right. that's, you know, 8000 450 class is going to be stacked this year. It is. It is, yeah. Yeah. Um, last year at one of the Triple Crowns, the top 18 – were in, and the only rider who hadn't won a race was A. Ray and Vince Freeze. So 16 out of the 18 had won a race before. Right. You know, so, yeah, there's an example of how stacked it is. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Right. And not to mention, like, how many of them are past champions. Right, right. Yeah. It's pretty insane. For sure. Uh, what do you like? You mentioned the Honda and everything else. What did you like? What do you like about the Honda compared to your Husqvarna? What do you think it does better? Ooh. Or that's... worse or whatever. Yeah, um, 
man, I feel like all bikes are like really good. Yep. They obviously do diff stuff differently than, than other bikes, uh, better or worse. Um, for me, the Honda is just super good turning, handling bike. I feel like the Husky motor is maybe a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, and KTM Huskies are known for their their power. Um, but man, I mean, the Honda is such a good bike. I mean, I felt so comfortable in it mm-hmm. on it in Australia, and um, yeah, I, I just feel like they turn good. The powers. The power is really good. Um, they're just a well-balanced bike, and plus, it's a Honda. Like, yeah, oh, quality's quality's there for sure. Yeah. Uh, when you work with Race Tech and uh, and Rob down there, and you're working on getting everything, how often, how picky of a tester are you? How hard is it for Race Tech to to make you happy? <laughs> it's not very hard, honestly. No? It was that. Uh, it's funny because I tell this story to, to some people, and I've told Rob this from many times. When, like, when I when I thought about race tech, like super long time ago, I used to call it, and it's bad, it sounds bad. I used to call it like race junk. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and and I I told this to Rob, and he just started laughing. And so when I first started working with race tech in twenty, man, I can't remember, twenty twelve or mm-hmm. twenty. What team, were Anyways, you, what team were you on? It was right before Monster Cup. Oh, okay. And uh, Mike Metzger is like, hey, I didn't have anything going on. Hold He's on. Like, hey, you Hold wanna... on. Mike Metzger? Hold on. <laughs> yeah. The mob syndicate thing. Um, he was trying to get a team going. He's like, hey, you know, we're going to run race tech at Monster Cup. I said, okay, like, no big deal. And ended up. Rob's like, listen, I know like nobody really likes race tech. And this is like when Rob just came on board yep. to race tech. Yep. And he's like, just give me a chance. I said, okay, yeah. like perfect. And from that point on, the first test we did, I was 100% a believer. Like this stuff is amazing. Yeah. And uh, so going back to your question, like mm-hmm. it's it's not very hard for Rob to like get it set up for me we make maybe he tries it's a game for him it's like how many changes do i make before chris is happy <laughs> like for him he tries to nail it on the first try yeah. but usually like we get it on the second try yeah um and yeah so it doesn't it doesn't take rob very long to get it right. set up for me you notice the honda needing a bit more bottom end for you in soupy yeah, yeah. Um, seems to be but, a complaint, a little bit of a complaint on that bike. Yeah, but Andrew at Race Tech has made the thing really damn good. Like it's hard to, it's hard to complain about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, oh, good. Um, and that was his main goal, like going into building one of one of the Hondas. Was man, like there's no bottom end. Like we need to get bottom end back, and he found a really good solution and. Um, Seems to be working so far. Yeah. Oh, good. Good to hear. Uh, Chris Blos on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life, and you've been with the FXR guys for a while. Pulp MX Thirty Code to Save. Let me tell you, I've I've uh, MX, FXR is a Canadian company uh, where I'm from in Canada, and uh, man, their stuff has come a long way. It has come a long way. Yeah, it definitely has. I mean, I worked with FXR this year for the first time. Mm-hmm. Their gear is awesome. To be honest, it's uh, and I've worked. 
with obviously a lot of gear companies yeah. and um, their stuff's top notch and they're awesome to work with and seems like they're always trying to be uh, ahead of the game and come out with, you know latest and greatest stuff mm-hmm. and so yeah. Um, looking back on your career and you've you've ridden arena cross as we talked about you rode you rode two fifties you rode four fifties. You yep. happy with everything? You happy with uh, all you've done? Um, obviously, you're always striving to be better, and you want more. But you're you're a veteran at this point. Um, what what, you, what do you think about when you look back at all the things you've accomplished? Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I mean, there's obviously some stuff that really stands out that I'm, I'm proud about, and um, it's definitely like I've I've been racing Supercross since 2006. Yeah, and I feel to still be racing to this to this day and to, at a competitive level is I'm proud of that. Um, I feel like not many people can say that they've done that. Mm-hmm. Um, and not many people can say that they've done that without a factory ride. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. Um, it's uh, it's been awesome. It's been a journey and like, I think if you ask any rider, the the sacrifices they make or or the stories that they can tell is probably pretty crazy. Yeah, and I mean, you know, you get to travel around and make money racing motorcycles, right? I mean, it's risky, it's dangerous, it's all that stuff, but at the end of the day, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Right. And for some reason, we all still do it, and I don't know why. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, I just watched the races, but yeah, I started, yeah. I started in 1996, and I'm still going to these damn races, Blows, so... Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's something else. Um, what are some of your highlights? Obviously, uh, Hart and Huntington days, pretty good for you. Yeah, there's some uh, Hart and Huntington. There were some good finishes there. Obviously, like my fourth at Vegas in the mm-hmm. 450 class. Um, Troy Lee, when I was back there in 2009 in the lights class, I was like top five in points. Um, my Australian Supercross Championship this year. An X Games bronze medal. Um, Where's it? What would you do? What, what was that from? The Super X. Oh, then San Diego. When, uh, Down to San, oh, that was the Navy Games. Was it Home Depot Center? I can't remember. Okay. Anyways, that's the one Brayton won. Okay. And Josh Hill got second. Yeah. Um, I ended up third. So I mean, that stands out. Where, um, where's the medal now? You still got it? Still got the medal? It's at my parents' house, yeah. Oh, I still sweet. got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. No, that's awesome. So, yeah, there's definitely quite a few stuff that stands out. Mm-hmm. And uh, my next one that is going to stand out is a podium. So You never got one in, two, in 250 class? Nah, I've been so close. Dude, I feel like you should have had one by now at some <laughs> point, but yeah. Well, I mean, when I raced the last class, it was from like – 06 to 2009 yeah and really kind of like my breakout year was 09 when i was on tld yeah and we had some really good races and was like always like fourth or fifth always like super close to that podium spot uh so yeah i think that's more like kind of like why i want to stay in the the lights class to Mm -hmm. get that podium it's uh i feel like i was so close yeah so many times but just never got it, so I gotta get my vengeance. Dude, when's the last time you raced the motocross series? Like seriously, have you raced the national? I know I gave you some money for a two-stroke attempt at Hangtown. It didn't work out, but yeah. When was the last time you rode nationals? Two thousand thirteen. 
with Alan Brown. Oh, did you do some? Okay. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, but yeah. I, I mean, I tell people this all the time, like, outdoors costs so much money to do. Oh, it's yeah. hot. It's miserable. And I used to do it all the time. And like had some had had some really good finishes, but yeah, I just not in the mood of like losing money. No, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, and then no, on, I, on top of that, that, you lose you lose money, and it kicks your ass. <laughs> it, it really does. No, so it's a lose lose. Like doesn't even feel good, you know. I talked to our buddy, our mutual buddy Kenny Watson, the other day. Maybe. Oh, did you? Yeah, maybe for twenty twenty, you you need a hype man at all. You need somebody in your corner. Yeah, it, he's good at hyping people up, right? You could, you could, you could, you could get him to the races, bring him, bring him yeah. around. Um, what's your best Watson story? Best Watson story? Yeah, that you can share on, like, on the air, of course. What? The... <laughs> I really don't have like a good Watson story. <laughs> I wish I did. I mean, he must have been telling you clippy clippy at some point. Oh, always. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Well, it's just saying if you don't produce, you get cut yeah, loose. Yeah, get cut loose. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, that's that's his. That was his motivational tactic for his riders. Yeah, but hey, he used to tell me that all the time, and then like Vegas, I got fourth, and I still got cut loose. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Um, he told me one time he had uh, that Australian guy McCoy, Daniel McCoy, in the lounge, and he was telling Bonnie, "If you don't do something this race, that guy in the lounge is taking your ride." <laughs> It's like, what? <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. No, not at all, right? Not at all. Uh, um, so will your 450 for Supercross, will it be, will it be I mean, Racetech's going to do some stuff for it, but will it be uh, uh, basically stock, or are you, are you putting much time into testing the 450, or is it one of those things where it's like, get your feet wet and try to stay healthy for the East? Yeah, pretty much. It's, uh, obviously, Racetech will do suspension. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew's going to do a little bit of mapping stuff with the Vortex ignitions. Yep. Um, but other than that, it's going to be stock motor. I think the like Honda's good. The Hondas yeah. are yeah. so fast, man. Well, and, uh, I, I, I think the Yamahas are better myself, Blows, but that's okay. Yeah. That's are you part of the Blue Crew, huh? I'm Blue Crew. Yeah, I'm Blue Crew. Yeah. Weren't you part of the RM Army at one point? <laughs> I was. I defected. I defected the blue crew. Uh, uh, I like the Suzuki. People were bagging on the Suzuki a lot, but for an average guy, which I am very average, uh, it was fine. There was nothing wrong with it. People people like to bag on it too much. Yeah, I don't know why because I feel like I mean, I said this about all the bikes. They're all yeah. great bikes, and they do stuff differently. Like Suzuki is such a good bike. I think people really kind of underestimate it because it's got the name suzuki on it yeah and no no electric start that gets them a lot of heat but it doesn't yeah mean, it doesn't mean that much i mean once you have electric start it's pretty damn good but just don't crash right there you go see um see, problem solved yeah, yeah namira technologies pistons with an attitude their industry leading top end repair kits offer everything you need to rebuild your top end at a price that'll keep you riding every weekend no matter what your budget from the pros to privateers namira has you and your wallet cover they offer a full line of cast and forged pistons for every mx application you can think of go to your dealer uh tell them namira.com and uh look check them out and uh like i said they'll uh they're cut above the rest so thanks to those guys thanks to skosh thanks maxis and of course fxr and uh and race tech as well uh chris blows on the uh on the line here so um how much longer do you think you want to go blows with riding like what's your plans you have you have some sort of uh something waiting for you afterwards um i don't know i mean i went and got my real estate license this summer um just just because 
Yeah. Um, but I don't know how much longer I, I want to do it for. I turned 32 today, actually. Oh, so, thank you. Um, I don't know. I guess it, we just have to play it year by year and see mm-hmm. what presents itself. Yep. Definitely want to go back to Australia and defend that championship and, mm-hmm. and then try to win it again. Um, but, I mean, I feel like I'm riding better now than I ever have. So, um, I don't know. I just feel like just have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. And Now, now, uh, Kate Clayson was in here maybe a few months ago. He was in town for yep. something. And uh, he did one of these shows with us, one of the privateer shows, and we were talking about you. And he said you ride moto to practice for Supercross. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not always, but um, I definitely have in the past. It's been like probably two weeks before Seattle. Mm-hmm. It rained a bunch out here yeah. in, in Phoenix, and the desert's always like super good. Right. And uh, I just started motoing out in the <laughs> desert. And. <laughs> Next thing you know, like I'm like third fastest in practice, and so I just <laughs> stuck with that, and it worked. So, <laughs> oh. and I didn't I didn't touch a supercross track from that point on. That's insane. That's crazy. So, just, like supercross suspension still, obviously. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah oh, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like sometimes like you can get so burnt out on doing laps on supercross. Yeah. And, you need change, you know. Do you have a soupy track out there? Something somewhere where you can go? Yeah, the Arizona Cycle Park. Okay, it's about an hour from me. They hold a big amateur national. Yep. Every year that they just got done doing, mm-hmm. and uh, so yeah, it's out there. And but yeah, it's an so hour have, away. Yeah. Yeah, I have access to one. <laughs> yeah, Clayson's like, yeah, dude, he's just out there in the desert riding moto, getting ready for the soupy. I'm like, what? But hey, if it yeah. works, if it works, it works, man. Yeah, if it, I mean, I'm probably gonna go ride some moto this weekend <laughs> out in the desert. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, nice. Um, what's it like being teammates with Starling and Jerry? You all, you all gelling, you all getting along? Yeah, I think everyone gets along. It's uh, haven't obviously like 2019. I spent with Starling. Yep. On AJE. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have our relationship already, but um. Got to know Jerry over summertime, and obviously he works with Race Tech too. So, um, so yeah, it's been good. We've been riding together, Jerry and I, and um, when I was there in California. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everything's been good. Jerry's good, huh? He is good. Yeah, you just got to figure. Like, I feel like puts your mental attitude, your toughness, your no excuses into Jerry's skills, or vice versa, yeah. and we really got something. Are you saying I don't have skills? No, I don't know if you have Jerry's skills, though, Blows. Like, seriously, right? Oh. I mean, would you agree, or? I don't know. Okay, all right. I don't want to start any more beefs between us. We don't need that, so. Yeah. I just, I think Jerry can go really fast, but I think his other stuff is all loose. His other program is loose. Yeah. <laughs> like, does Jerry. He does, definitely goes fast. Does Jerry, if Jerry has your crash at Denver, does he get up? I don't think he does. No, no offense. Probably not. No offense to Jerry. Does I mean probably very few people get up from that one? It's probably a good point. Yeah, it's probably a good point so. too. Right. So yeah, there we go. Um yeah, it's a, it's an interesting team. Uh again, Chaparral uh 
Chaparral, right? Am I, uh, hopefully they're on board. Am I getting yeah. that right? Okay, yeah, good. Chaparral. Okay, FXR. Um, <laughs> uh, imagine me saying the wrong sponsor, Michael, and you'd be freaking out. Uh, oh, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. And also, too, Pulp Mix Fantasy is a really popular game, and it's been growing. And, and I feel like you and Starling and Jerry are, like, just just perfect Pulp Mix Fantasy people that could really help out the, the people who, who select you. Hey, every weekend, it's always like, I always get someone who's like, Hey, Blouse, I picked you for fantasy. <laughs> it's like, oh, thanks. No pressure. Anything. Yeah, I know. I got it. I know. I hate the people that are like, dude, I picked you in fantasy. You crashed out. I'm, I always tell people on the, the podcast, leave the riders alone. Leave them alone. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's okay to tell a rider that you picked him, but if he doesn't come through for you, Please don't talk. Please don't mention that to yeah. him because the rider. That's what they always yeah. say. They go, oh, I picked you. Like, you got to pull through. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'll just do this for your pulp fantasy. Yeah. You're out on the track. I'm not you're... doing this for myself. No. You're out on the track and you're like, hey, that guy with that orange hat. I really got to pull through for that guy with the orange hat. He picked me. Like, you're, you're, right? Like, you're just like, yeah. How about I'm trying to uh, feed my kid and family here? So, right. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, absolutely. So, FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life. Namira, Maxis, and uh, Skosh. Uh, thanks, Blows. Appreciate the time, man. Um, yeah, I think yeah, you killed it last year. You deserve all the props that uh, that you can get as a, as a privateer guy, and, and the Aussie thing was awesome. So, um, yeah, uh, absolutely enjoyed doing this uh, with you. So good luck uh, next year. I'll see you in a, three weeks or so or two weeks. Um, yeah. And it uh, should be interesting, man. Thanks for the time today. Awesome. Well, thank you, Steve. All right. Thanks, man. All right. See you.